0: My guest today is Justin McElroy, here to tell me about his review for Severed. I'm Griffin McElroy, and this is Polygon's Quality Control. It's so long overdue. And I'm so glad that it's here, and I'm excited that it's me that you've chosen to talk to you about the gaming industry's. Did I say long overdue? Because re- I'm going to say it a second time because I really want to drive home how long fucking overdue this return to the ballistics X versus Sever property is. We've all been asking <laughs> for it. We all got psyched out of our minds, yeah, over over the video game experience, and then they took it over the top with the cinematic experience, and it's just like. You can't leave me thirsty like that, Hollywood, and wherever video games are made. That's right. X versus Sever Ballistic is back. The
1: only difference is, and they're small, X isn't in it, and Sever isn't in it. And it's not called Ballistic, and it's not made by the same people, and it's not based on the
0: same IP. But other than that, sounds like maybe they've taken a few creative liberties, which, like, you know, a it's a new it's a new studio at the helm of it. And they're allowed to do that. Certainly, if it, if it was just the same. Well, let's be honest. If it, if it was just the same Ballistic X versus Sever, I'd be psyched out of my mind. Just upscale it. That's all I'm asking. No,
1: Severed is a completely different property, Griffin. Please don't be ridiculous.
0: Please tell me about Severed. Um, starting right now. Well, uh Severed is developed by the same team that made
1: Guacamole and Tales. I love Guacamole. Yeah, it's a good game. And Tales from Space Blobs Blob's Attack. Uh which was like a Vita launch game. It was the first Vita Launch
0: game that I like really liked. Um I think it was the first Vita launch game that most most people liked. Yeah, it was probably the best Vita launch game. I was game. I mean, I was all about that luminous yeah. Oh sure yeah. Yeah. Um, um wasn't so what's that what's the SP cool? launch game? Uh, luminous i think it got i think it got up on all kinds of different sony sony consoles so yeah so this is by Drinkbox, which is the studio behind those two games um just looking at it i know uh basically nothing outside of your review which Mm -hmm. i guess i just told you that your review wasn't informative sorry that must be tough Mm -hmm. to hear Mm -hmm. um it looks very much like guacamelee it looks very much like the same like um like art style like bright super bright bold like almost neon colors
1: yeah and there's definitely a little bit of like a, 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 a guacamole had that latin like lucha libre kind of aesthetic this is something more akin to like ancient aztec vibe but there is a parentage there certainly that, that is shared it's also that same um they they're they've always been really good about using big bold blocky colors yeah um and and using them in a really effective way um to, to make something that looks very different
0: it's also cool to see like that that like aztec aesthetic without it being like the backdrop for like nathan drake just run around knocking columns over yeah for sure just like destroying all their vases just like picking up like ancient cuneiform tablets and just like dashing them to the ground <laughs> And eating and eating the pieces, it's wiping his butt with their scrolls. Um, right.
1: Yeah, it's like a very uh, uh, the the story itself deals with, um, I guess, the underworld or some sort of purgatory or something where uh, uh, a girl named Sasha has lost her family and she also has lost her uh, arm, one of her her arms, and she is tasked with. Uh, heading into this this purgatory this underworld and retrieving her family um she has a giant sword that can eat arms and legs that you sever off of
0: enemies uh to to upgrade and all of this severing if i'm if i'm reading your review correctly is all swipey, all swipe swipe right. based. So I'm gonna to try to blast through this like the mechanical structure of this game
1: because it's really the biggest selling point. Okay, so you slice on the screen by rubbing your finger where you want your sword to slash, like not unlike infinity blade, right? So that's the first thing. You can you can use that to slash this the enemies on the screen, you can slash weak points. You can also slash at an opposite angle of their attacks to counter them. Um, which is cool. That's a cool thing you can do. But the interesting thing about this versus something like Infinity Blade is that you also are surrounded most of the time when you, when you hop into these. Uh, and you can turn towards the, the enemies that are surrounding you at different moments. And you have an indicator at the bottom of the screen that tells you when they're going to attack you. It's sort of like a, a bar that's filling up and when it's all the way full, they're going to attack. Uh, that could mean countering them At the moment they attack, Um, like it's a random moment you just have to wait for an encounter. Or some of them have a bar that fills up, their bar fills up the longer you go without attacking them. So, what it does is, weirdly, turns it into something akin to like Diner Dash or Cook Serve Delicious. Because you're doing the slashing and the attacking one-on-one, but also you're doing sort of a time management thing. Yeah, sure where you know you you okay do i have enough time to turn around and slash this guy a couple times before i have to turn back and counter this attack should i just like let the attack hit should i wait and counter this attack and then turn around and try to slash and uh if you when you kill an enemy uh as you're fighting you feel missing uh, the uh, is a focus bar and if it's full when you kill an enemy then time stops and you can slash on the screen to cut their uh, appendages off their arms, legs, horns, that kind of thing. But that, uh, and then you use those appendages to, um, to upgrade your character. But that only happens if you don't kill them before the bar is full. So, uh, and if you kill them before the bar fills up, then you actually lose the opportunity to upgrade this stuff. So it's actually becomes this very interesting thing of like, if you kill the enemies too fast, you have to balance that, that, too because if you kill them too fast you don't leave time for your bar to fill up and you won't get the limbs that you need to upgrade so Hmm. that's like another consideration on top of it so there's a there's tons of layers there's several i'm not even like diving into here but like there's there's so much depth to the uh basic gameplay and even though like the idea of slashing on the screen
0: because of games like fruit ninja for example probably pretty casual um well, that's not my issue with it. My my issue is I'm just so the extent to which I am over the whole Infinity Blade genre because like how many developers have aped that that model now. Like the extent to which I'm over just slashing at monsters, mm-hmm. um, is it's I, I'm ju- I just don't want to do it anymore. I can't get excited about games like that um because they all feel like they have the same loop of like. Don't slash until they're exposing their big belly. Don't, don't, or else it doesn't do any damage. Or don't, don't slash unless they're about to attack and then you can counter them and then attack. All of that stuff feels so samey. Is there enough, like, other than the stuff you just described, is there enough, like, mechanical difference in the slashing itself that makes it interesting? Yeah, it's not really about the slashing itself. Like, you could not even. You could
1: not e- like you don't even have to pay that close attention to like where you're slashing most of the time, um, uh, unless they you know they have a weak point. There's also like a charge that you have to charge up to do more damage or break through enemy armor. There's magic spells that you can use to open up some some points of weakness. But really, the game is about it's a mind game. It's about how do I learn the right pattern that I need to keep myself alive long enough. To kill these people? How do I like sort through the priorities of what I need to fight? How do I balance these attacks? Which attacks can, can hold on and which do I need to deflect? Um, and th- and that's really the game at its core. The slashing is just sort of the mechanism by which that happens. Yeah. Um, hey, uh, Griff, I want to take a quick break before we talk more about Severed to tell you about Casper. You know about Casper? I do, but let her rip. It's an online retailer of premium mattresses for a fraction of the price. The mattress industry has inherently forced customers into paying notoriously high markups. Casper's revolutionizing the mattress industry by cutting the cost of dealing with resellers and showrooms and passing that savings directly to the consumer. A Casper mattress makes resilience and long-lasting supportive comfort. Mattresses is one of a kind, a new hybrid mattress that combines premium latex foam with memory foam. Mattresses can cost well over $1,500, but not a Casper, Griffin. Casper mattress cost between five hundred for a twin size mattress, and uh, six hundred bucks for a twin XL, seven fifty for full size, uh, nine fifty for a king size mattress, which is a, a fantastic deal. We have a Casper in our guest room here, and it is uh, uh extremely luxurious. We bought a um bed for about twice the cost at the same time, and honestly, from a quality perspective, they are practically indistinguishable. So, how much for a super king size? Uh, well, you—they have the super duper king size for uh, eighteen hundred dollars, which is exorbitant because it's a non-existent mattress, and they'd have to
0: invent it. My body is, and en- just enormous, just an enormous body. It's a huge body, not like not like obese or anything like that, but just like just my dimensions are off. Yeah, I. But you know what. I don't want to encourage that lifestyle. I want
1: you to start making some healthier choices for yourself.
0: It's uh, not, it's not, it has nothing to do with my choices. I didn't choose to be like this. I just need, I just need a bed. That's like the size of like my floor. Essentially. I get you. Uh, can I just convert my floor? Can I finish the ad read? I please, would just please, love please. that. Thank you so much. Uh, <laughs> you can try the
1: caster mattress for a hundred days. It's that simple. If you don't like it, send it back. No big deal. Uh it is uh, an obsessively engineered mattress at a shockingly fair price. Made in America, great prices of five hundred bucks for twin, nine fifty for a king, anywhere in between there, you are going to be getting a great deal. Now, get this. You can get fifty dollars towards any mattress purchase by visiting Casper.com control and using control at checkout. Terms and conditions apply.
0: I got cursed by a gen- a fortune-telling genie machine, like the one from Big, sure. but, e- but evil. Like an evil one from Like big. an evil one of them. So he was like, Bigger. And I was like, oh, I guess I'm going to wake up. I'm going to be like 15 years older tomorrow. Well, that'll be kind of a bummer in its own. No, it's not how it worked. It's not how it worked. Not how it worked. I became basically a big, fleshy refrigerator. Um, You know what, Griffin? I want to hear some more questions about Severed. I know that there's more to talk about. Um, you mentioned the story in the game, and I yes. don't want you to, like, spoil anything, um, but but uh, I, I've loved Drinkbox's games, but I don't really remember so much about the story of them. I remember the characters. Uh, the characters are very bright and vibrant and, and all that stuff, but I've never thought of, like, you, you mentioned that this has a genuinely moving story, and I was, mm-hmm. I was wondering if you could kind of touch on that a little bit.
1: Yeah, uh, it's great. You know, it... it um. It's a story that is told without a lot of dialogue. Um, the the A big part of the reason it works is the setting itself. It, like I said, it's in a sort of like unspecific underworld purgatory type location. And uh, the characters are all a little bit off and the, the dimensions and the with the colors and, and they all got they got cursed by their own. Evil their own evil big, 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 genie. big machine. Yeah. Um and, and the the way characters interact with you is so sort of sparse. I, I guess the best uh uh it, it's not quite as weird as Xenoclash by Ace Team, but it's like in that ballpark. It's in that sort okay. of vibe. There's definitely a sense of like otherworldliness about it. But at the same time, um uh y- 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 it is dealing with some things that are surprisingly like deep that we don't see in video games. It's very much about this girl, uh, Sasha and how she deals with like the loss of, uh, well to say would be a spoiler, but how she deals with loss. Uh, And, and you see her actually process the emotions of that in some really like surprisingly gamified ways, which is really interesting the way that like those are emotions are sort of dealt with through mechanics rather than just being a narrative point that's related through dialogue um and, and i think
0: that that really helps to make some of the points uh land hmm. um we got a single question from our tweet about questions for severed okay um it's from x who said hey we're severed hey where'd i go um uh it's from y- y- Yase. Yase. say starved dog okay Yase... Yase Jarv Dog, Jarv Jar. I think it might just be Jarv Dog. I it. think Yase might be like their their clan tag. Okay, let's just stick with Jarvdog. and let's just call him Jarvis because I think that's like a. I think Jarvdog Dog is like a really like informal way. Like if your name is Jarvis and you like rolled up to a like a skateboard park and you wanted to fit in, you'd be like, "What's up? I'm Jarvdog. Dog." Uh Jarv Jarvis asks, "Do you think Severed could work as well on iOS Android?" as it does on vita and would you even want it on there uh
1: i do think i think it could work on a touch screen uh decently uh it it, i mean games like infinity blade have worked and and like i said mechanically it's pretty similar you could put it on a um a, uh, uh, like a virtual thumbstick. The way that you move throughout the world, so it's, the, the world is presented in sort of a labyrinth, uh, structure. Um, there are some areas that you can't access initially until you unlock certain abilities, but, uh, by and large, it's, it, it, it is a, a, fairly linear labyrinth type thing. And the way you navigate it is you're really, um, I wouldn't say you have, like, direct control. It's sort of like a I think more like Goldeneye, where you're moving around a, a space in a sort of, uh, uh, not binary, but, you know, four cardinal directions. Uh, so you don't have, like, free control over your movement. It's very much just sort of... You know, changing the direction uh, which you're facing and heading that way. Um, so you would basically just need like a virtual thumbstick on the iOS or Android platforms. Um, I think it could work on Wii U as well. I think it would work pretty well there. Um, I don't actually know though, since this is a, a at least beginning life as a PlayStation 4 exclusive, or sorry, a, a PlayStation exclusive uh, on the Vita, I don't know. If like Sony is putting any money into it, that would preclude it from yeah, sure heading to those other platforms.
0: Um, I guess just like one other like final question is where's my, um, where is my PlayStation Vita? Do you know uh, where it is? Have you seen it? Where yours is? Yeah, have you seen have you seen where it is? Like where you left? You, did you where you like where it? did I have it? Like what was the last time? What did I play on it and where did I leave it? Griffin, I had i kid you not i had to buy a new ac adapter oops just didn't
1: have any clue didn't have any didn't need, not quite sure where power? that old that old core went off to I it need power to turn it on can't imagine that happening again but this is well worth uh turning it on and and playing again in my humble opinion
0: do you just want to spend a couple minutes here at the end just like talking about how bonds you are and i am that the vita didn't happen um a good ass little handheld man it's I still, good i, I it, still play. that so, it's good the remote play shit works so well most of the time yeah and, it's like a really good platform i i feel like it i feel like it was um i mean obviously a casualty of phones uh but much like I, other things like conversation and interaction right Getting pol- getting a little political here. Yeah, a little. Uh, got you got your finger on the pulse, but no, I I,
1: I You know, it, it's a shame. I think this kind of video game though could work on other platforms. So
0: whatever. Uh, I. It's y- I, it's ironic because I feel like it had a bad launch, because stuff like Little Deviance um and other games that came out there was like we're gonna make you touch this thing all over we're gonna make your hands just do a weird inscrutable dance across the front and the back of this console um and just uh, keep them just far far away from those good good buttons and the two great twin thumbsticks that work really well we're gonna keep them just away from there and we're just gonna have them do like a weird ice skating routine on the front and back of the console and then like here it is probably the last vita game that's gonna be good and has a chance to be successful and uh it it kind of sounds like it does that exactly. Yeah, it's it's a really excellent uh it's a really excellent
1: like if it does end up being one of the last good ones, uh it's a really excellent way for it to go out. Yeah. Uh well thanks for telling me about it. Yeah, Griffin, thanks for uh sitting in and thanks to you at home for listening and, and uh thanks again to Casper. Remember you can go to do- uh casper.com forward slash control and then use the code control to save 50 dollars on one of those mattresses and they started just 500 bucks that's a pretty great deal yeah Uh, and uh, that's gonna do it for us there's a lot more stuff at polygon.com uh and uh you've got a podcast griffin called cool games inc that's
0: new yeah gonna try really hard to do one of those tomorrow but who knows griffin and uh our nick
1: robinson come up with ideas for video games and then they Plan them all out, and then they make them, and they get
0: rich. mhm Well, they haven't gotten rich yet, but I, I have hope. Ah, I've, I've gotten, I made yeah, a enough. few, I made a few buck, a few buckos. A gentleman never tells. Until the next time we have a game, not, to- I have not made enough to buy a new PlayStation Vita, unfortunately. Yeah. Uh, if
1: you want to buy a new one, you better act fast because they're going to be off store shelves. You watch. Uh, but uh, until the next time we have a game to discuss, my name is Justin McElroy, and for Griffin McElroy, thank you for listening to Polygons Quality Control.